Another episode of Saved and Such, man. It's your boy Reek. Oh, how y'all doing? It's Joe from the Nine. Still Cliff. I thought it was just Cliff. Still Cliff, just Cliff. Cliff. Same thing. Maria Victoria. Oh my God. <laughs> we got Ray Ray on the couch. She's been gone for a little weeks. Quick update: How how was the trip to Jamaica? Jamaica was amazing, and um, I, yeah, I had a good time. I, I'm, I'm sunburnt. So I'm like his complexion now. I'm sorry? I'm your complexion now. I thought she pointed at Cliff. Yeah, is that a problem? Yes, no. I yeah. that like a problem. Mm. I'm yeah. just, first of all, oh, I, I like said that. I'm his complexion now. And I'm also sunburned and my face had to peel. Oh, okay. I just wanted to ask that because like you told us a week in advance when you was going, but you never said, hey guys, let's go to the podcast. Mm. I would like to Let's go. what? Go as a podcast. This is a girl's trip. Let's start there. Krista was invited. Oh, I'm going to get her too. Anyway, guys, we're talking about healing open wounds. And while what? we're on the topic, it sounds like you had a psych. But yeah, we're talking about healing open wounds. And um, one of the questions that we have is, how can unhealed wounds affect your growth spiritually, mentally, and emotionally? Oh, are you asking us? Yeah, you said it like you were about yeah, to like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just ask the question one more time. Let's pretend like you didn't do the first time. <laughs> How can unhealed wounds affect your growth spiritually, emotionally, and mentally? Uh, for me, I think unhealed wounds can take from your gifts, your spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. And mentally, emotionally, it can cause uh, long-lasting trauma mm-hmm. if they're not attended to, mm-hmm. just like any other wound. Mm-hmm. It can manifest into another wound and it can spread infection, mm. whether that's spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. Um, so, yeah, that's my answer. You realize how everything in the body is 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 just like how um, everything is spiritually, if that makes any sense to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have wounds, the wounds heal into scars and the scars. Mm. You look at those scars and you'd be like, I remember that. What you brought me from, sort of like that. Hey. The body, listen, everything that God has made on this earth, like within your body, within nature, like it speaks to how he moves, we move spiritually as well. Mm-hmm. So that's you better like pe- preach pastor. No, I ain't no pastor. I'm I'm assistant pastor. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna tie this into a real world scenario. A lot of times we may look at a situation in the flesh and just and just look at it one way, but when you tap in spiritually, you understand why mm-hmm. things are happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For instance, like as a man, you know what I mean? Say, say as a man, you know, you go around and you sleep with different women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can happen at the same time. Just mess with multiple women at the same time. But, like, people don't really know that you're hurting because of some past trauma that you've had. Maybe your mother died. Maybe Mm -hmm. you really liked the girl that left you, and you never quite got over that. In the sixth grade. Say it again. Go ahead. What did you say? In the sixth grade. (laughs) Right. No, for real. That's where it starts at, I know. But stuff like that happens where, like, we don't really, like, it's it's unhealed wounds. You feel me? Like, it's just open. We never really... Like went back to heal it properly. You're trying mm-hmm. to heal it the wrong way. Yeah, it's like you're putting um, 
you're supposed to put like what um peroxide on your wounds and stuff like that neosporin and stuff like that but you putting dirt on it mm-hmm. infecting it even more mm-hmm. i think unhealed wounds is like cancer mm, yeah. and i know it's a hard topic for a lot of people but cancer spreads so fast and you, it may have been in your leg and you've been treating the chemo you know in your leg and now all of a sudden it spread to you know another part of your body and now you got you have it there and that's kind of how it is with trauma like the root of the issue is the cancer in that one part but it spreads to so many other parts of your body and then you have to be treated in several different areas if you know and so trauma like like we said you it may be from one thing and now you then added this on top of that so you might um let's say a parent died. So you're grieving. The, the trauma is the loss of your parent. And then you start sleeping around. Now you add, you know, things like that. Spirits on top of that. You starting to do drugs. And now the drugs is a whole nother thing. Now you in withdrawal. And that's a whole nother set of trauma. And now, you know, you can't maintain functional relationships. And now that's a different tra- trauma. So it's, mm-hmm. you just add trauma on top of trauma. And so it affects you because if you never get to the root of the problem, all you're going to do is keep adding to it. And you're going to keep going in circles. And that's how those generational curses stay generational. And they right. continue through generations. That's how cycles remain and you don't break those cycles. So so for y'all, like, what's the what's the first step to healing a wound? Let's, like, can, you, can we do, like, physically and then, like, spiritually, like, spiritual wounds? Like, spiritually, spiritually, I would say realizing that it is a wound. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Realizing that, that there mm-hmm. is something there. Realizing mm-hmm. I'm not okay in this area. Mm-hmm. And physically going to get treatment. Yeah, answer. I agree. I think I think I think it's the same for both spiritually and physically. I would say the first thing, like he said, is to realize it is on mm-hmm. a lot of times we got some stuff going on that we want we don't want to admit it's happening or admit came from something. Why are you laughing? And then <laughs> I would say like a close runner up mm-hmm. is like dang I forgot he knocked me off my train pass the mic alright thanks Murray um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both saying the first, to me, for me my first two steps is identifying the problem mm-hmm. and accepting that it is a problem right um, and I think that's both spiritually and physically because I think they're both important because without identification and acceptance then comes the denial. Mm-hmm. And just like in Marae's elaborate example, look how fast that snowballed. <laughs> I mean, I meant it, I meant it on purpose. I said elaborate because it started off as this little small thing. And then it blew up and mm-hmm. snowballed into this giant snow hill mm-hmm. of trauma. Right. Um, so I definitely think that's my first two. Gotcha, gotcha. And oh. with that, like you can't just even to the snowball, like you dealing with something from your childhood and now you're wondering why your kids are bad and, and doing the same thing you was doing when they were never introduced to that, so you think. So even physically and spiritually, those things get, those spirits get passed down. And so when you don't right. heal them, now you, that's your kid's problem. I think and it's, I, and that's I something think, for your kids to fix. I think it's very important, like, this all, like, we said, like, ties into, like, generational curses. Yeah. I think it's important when you do have generational curses and you identify them to 
ask your family members what happened. What, what you know what I mean? Get to the root of the problem. Where did it start to know how to cut it off? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the same thing, your you and your ancestors carry the same kind of um, pattern. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that pattern, it's going to be the same thing that's that's affecting you. Might have been alcohol. Well, let me stay away from this bar. My family member, why don't went to the same bar like 50 or something years ago. So now that I know that, I'm going to stop going to that bar or something like that. Just in a sense. Can I touch on this this very example? Mm-hmm. You use the bar as an example as some, some, that as somebody constantly went to. Mm-hmm. So you go in the bar, right? Right. And let me tell you how it starts. You go in the bar. Somebody says, ain't you so-and-so, son? Mm. Next thing you know, they're telling stories about your family member. Next thing you know, you're drinking at the bar and sitting at listening to all these stories. And then it become a, and then you identify it as a place of enjoyment Ooh. when you found a place of happiness. Mm-hmm. At Like, oh, mm-hmm. I went in there. In your back of your mind, I had a good time in there. Mm-hmm. So now your good times turn into an everyday time. Mm-hmm. And your everyday times turns into an alcohol problem. And then that turns back into your family member and you're back in the same position they was in. Same way they got there is how you, you got brought, there. Ooh. And it's it's crazy how that works. Because like we were saying off camera, I we, we always say this, the devil will attack you where you weak at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he can use something that can be perceived as a good time as a way to get in, he's going to get in. And mm-hmm. it's crazy you said that. I was reading about Jesus the other day. And I was watching this sermon and um, when Jesus went into the wilderness and he was fasting 30 days and 30 nights. Am I correct? The first thing that the devil tried to tempt him with was what? Food. What is brain? You know what I'm saying? So it's like he studies you. The, the devil, mm-hmm. like he studies you. He knows where your weakness is, like you said. So Facts. just being aware of where you're vulnerable at is also key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that song say um, by Jonathan e. Reynolds. The devil learns from your mistakes even if you don't. So you may have been like, oh, I ain't get it that time. But the devil like, oh, yeah, I know how to get her now. I know if I can't go this way, then I got to go this way. If it's not this boy, it's going to be that boy. She ain't fall for that drink, so I'm going to send her to that drink. So yeah. he, he taking notes. And, and he also, like you said, he knows exactly where you're weak at. And that's why you have to really sur- submit yourself to God and resist the devil and he'll flee. Like, that's why. Can I be honest when it comes to all of this? First, I feel like you got to have a discernment as far as who to open up to as well. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I think you can't just go around telling like your most. Everybody. You can't right. go around telling just anybody anything mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody's not equipped. To yeah, handle that. everybody's not equipped to handle it. And everybody, quite frankly, just... Don't care. Right. Enough and not time. even that. There's there are people the mm. devil will literally use people to for his purpose. Kill, steal, and destroy. So you out here telling the good news and telling all this stuff good stuff about yourself to somebody you think loves you and you think supports you the whole time, they go on the other side. Right. Samson and they and working Delilah. against you. Ugh. Samson was the first simp. Nah, facts. She was trying to get what? Asking where's your strength at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kept yeah. asking him, kept yeah. asking him. You know what I mean? So things like that, man, you just got to recognize. I'm big on discernment. 
I tell anybody Facts, when you bro. when you get in this walk, man, you gotta be big on discernment. Yeah. You can't just hang with anybody. Right. Most importantly, you can't just go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Cause you'll go somewhere and you think people's with you. You really by yourself. So mm-hmm. do y'all think I got a question? Do y'all think that in order to move forward, you gotta rehash the past? Like a lot of people be like, you don't gotta go back and rehash that. Like just move forward. What y'all think? When you mean like rehash, I'm kind of thinking like. I'm reflecting on why that happened and thinking about how I prevent that from happening. I think that's sort of like a rehash, but not like a, I'm going to keep thinking about it and it's going to keep affecting me until something worse happens. Well, yeah, I mean, reflecting and rehashing is two different things. Reflecting is more like, well, one is perceived as positive, Mm. one is perceived as negative. Right. I don't think, and, and I guess in a context of the question, I don't mean more so reflecting. I mean, like, with your family stuff, family dysfunction, family generational curses, You, I feel like you literally have to go back and do your homework and ask questions. And a lot of times people want to keep that stuff hidden mm-hmm. because it's too embarrassing or it hurts too much. But I think that the only way you hear when only move forward is to know where you came from and know right. why those things are. Absolutely. So I feel like when you're rehashing, you literally like opening those wounds so that you can heal them from the start, not from the scab. Mm-hmm. To your point, hearing is a part of healing. Yeah. And even in your le- your uh, last example about rehashing, I mean, like opening up the wound, sometimes the infection's deep where you got to mm-hmm. reopen the wound yeah. to get the infection out. Mm-hmm. I think um, we've talked about this on the show before. I've never been white, been black all my life. That happens a lot in black families. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't speak to anybody else. <laughs> I know it's a way you, you know said it. Black people will keep stuff in the closet yeah, for 400 it. years because yep. they don't want to embarrass Pop Pop. Mm-hmm. But Pop Pop been a pedophile for the last 50 years. Nah. Call him out on that crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Buddy need help. So uh, I definitely think you definitely sometimes have to sit down and get the bottom of these things. You can't break, break generational curses without identifying the generational curse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to figure out where it start from. You you take it to a natural center. Look how they do medicine. They mm-hmm. go back and find out where the disease started from. Right. To try to figure out what type of properties would prevent this disease. Right. And it's the same thing in the spiritual sense. Going back to what, you, what did you say about generational curses and stuff like that? So remember how on the last episode I said like sometime I got intimidated in my call and started to run? Mm-hmm. So nobody knows this. But, like, I almost, like, kind of, it was a couple of times not too long ago, I seriously thought about taking a break from the show because I felt like I wasn't in the right place. I wasn't worthy enough to be, like, up mm. here talking about God and then going and doing something completely different once, to, once we leave from up out of here. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting around talking, and, like, it was two people that I went to and they both said the same thing. Bro, you need to take a step back. Take a step, you know, like, back up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like take a, a break from right, the show, right, basically. Right, right. So I almost did it. Then I said, I'm going to go talk to God about it. And he said, Tariq, I don't need you to take a step back. I need you to take a step up. Fuck. He said, I need you to, he said, I need you to pray. I need you to open your word. Mm-hmm. I felt like in that moment, it was so powerful because... It was like I, I would have almost ran from where I was supposed to be. And I feel like it's very big, I say, on discernment, on going to God 
first. You know, I think a lot of times in our walk, like we value the opinions of human beings more than God. Yes. No, that's yes. fact. So, and yeah. you got to embrace your shadows. I mean, if I, was, I have learned nothing else. I was about to say. He's just agreeing with you. He's agreeing with you. <laughs> okay. Hey, if I have, no, no, I thought I was going with you to go. But if I have learned nothing else with being a psych, a psych major, I took a class called personality and she talked a lot about shadow work, embracing your shadows. And it sounds like that's crazy, but like God knew, like we were literally born into sin. We can't help it. Mm-hmm. Like this is literally who we're born into. And it's a choice every day to choose God and to serve God. And so he knew that sometimes we'll slip up. And if, and if every time that we slipped up, we started feeling unworthy. And every time that we slipped up, we thought about oh, taking God. a step back. He would never get the glory from any of us because literally we are not worthy from the start. Mm-hmm. So like, and I even talked about it too on the show. Like, I um, I, I don't even want to post God, post about God as much, or post about this or post about that because I know how I still, how I still am, and how I very much can be, mm-hmm. and how it only takes one time for me to lose my cool. And then it's crazy because in the process of everything, God will reintroduce you. Yeah, like remember who I am. Yeah. And, and, and then on top of that, it's just like, like people now, they come up and see me, they're like, hey, bro, I love your podcast. Like, you feel me? like they talk about the podcast. Mm-hmm. But at one point in time, they were just talking about me being an athlete. Yeah. Like the podcast wasn't on anybody's mind, but I feel like God has kind of reintroduced me. Yeah. You feel me? And then people also like to remind you of your past as well. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I seen you tense up when I said that. Go ahead. <clears throat> just because I... I just, you know, people can remind you all you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as long as you have the mindset, look where God brought me from. Mm-hmm. People, I think people remind you because they they want to make you feel ashamed about your past. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But I, I say this, actually, I say this all the time. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Have I done drugs? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah. like that transparency, though. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. bro, like, like the, uh, I can't remember the politician in Jersey. He was on the stand talking about how oh, he yeah, used to do crap. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, because everybody been through stuff. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to hide. Right. If you ashamed of my past, they ain't got nothing to do with me, B. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can be, you can remind me all you want to, but let me remind you where I am now. Right. And how God has showed himself to be true time and time again. If he brought me out, he can bring you out. And if we were perfect, perfect, God would have had no reason to die on the cross. Right. Bars. Right. You know what's crazy? Like, I think a lot of people think shadow's a bad thing, but it's yeah. really showing you where you should step into. into the light. Right. You know how like you're standing under a building, but that light is sort of like you're not in the sun, but like you're sort of like um, portraying like your shadow. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and step out in the sun. And you'd be like, oh, this sun feel good. Shadow it's because you, you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Supposed to be in the light. You're supposed to be. It's one of my favorite supposed things. Be Just be in the sun. <laughs> I can see yeah. the light. Let's try nah, don't start that. Yeah, song. put it out because I don't want oh to copyright gosh. issues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I don't know. I think uh-huh. I think that I feel like even with like like you said, like if you feel embarrassed or judged, I feel like I can only feel judged about something if I'm embarrassed about it. Facts. Like I don't really care what you think. Not you, but I don't care what mm-hmm. you think. About to say, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I only I'm only embarrassed down. by what people think if I feel if I'm judging myself. If I understand that yeah, I slipped up, yeah, I did this, yeah, I did that, but I'm working on it and I'm putting forth an honest effort to not do those things, then I hear what you're saying. But understand that God is really working on me. He's not done with me. Like I still got right. a lot of ways to right. go. 
And if if I was perfect and I could do it all on my own, there would be no reason for me to have God. Right. So I feel like he got to humble us all sometimes. Like, hold up, player. Mm-hmm. Remember remember who I am. Remember where I brought you from. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember that it was me, not you. Right. That's like history. Like, you know how people tell you um, history is there so you don't repeat it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also there so you look back and you can make the future better. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to look back at it and be like, you know what? I did used to do this and that, but I'm better because now I know where he's brought me from. It's history. Time to judge their mama. It's because <laughs> favorite another, line. <laughs> and another uh, revelation is why, of why we should be on our knees and constantly praying is that <laughs> God. Bro, no, uh, no, 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 no. No, it was. No. That's why we had to answer. Carry on, man. No, because at first, hold on. At first, he said, look back at it. (laughs) Drink your water, Joe. All right, we're done. Go. Sorry, that's the end, such side of what we're doing. (laughs) Sorry. But um, while we should constantly be in prayer and grateful, is because God doesn't need us, but he wants us. And if we not, and if we're going to, Take advantage of, not even taking advantage, but just be ungrateful of being in a position that he put us in. He'll remove you right out and put somebody else there. He's going to get the glory out of it anyway. Right, right, he's right. Gonna, he's, right. If he wants 10,000 people to be saved and he wants you to do it and you feel like you too arrogant to do it, he'll remove you and he'll send somebody else and they'll too get it easy. done. You feel me? So just having and that even mindset. That, he, I mean, he may not even remove, I mean, he probably will, but he may not even really remove you. He may force he, you. He like, I'm God. Mm-hmm. I'm the alpha. I'm the old man. You're going to do what I say. At the end of the day, you're going to bow down to me because I'm Lord. So he like, oh, you think you have a choice? All right. I think and he's going to make you submit. I think you do have a choice. 100%. God does not, like he's saying, God does not need you. He wants you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think you do have a choice because he wants you to what? He wants you to come on your own free will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He wants you to come because you have an understanding that I need you. You know what I mean? So he does give you the choice. Mm-hmm. If he didn't give you the choice, then everybody in this world would be serving. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I agree. But I feel like sometimes he knows who needs to be pushed. pushed. Right. That's the difference, though. It's, it's the difference between a push and I'm you're, you're doing it. But you ever heard people say, like, I ran, I ran, I ran, and God right. made it so that I didn't have a choice. Like, like he's like, I feel like, and this is why he separates you. Because mm-hmm. when you with other people... You hearing all of this, all of this, and you feel like I have so many choices. But when you by yourself and you all you see is God, that's Him showing you I'm your only option. Right. That's so still a choice. Right. That's still I mean, a choice. Yeah, Souls but I feel like God. I feel like He still He still is showing you. That's like that no, run. is not really yours. That's like run, but you can't hide. That don't. I might not. Okay, I might better. not. I might not catch you, but you can still. You know what I mean? Hide. I, I think God has an end game. Right. Look how Moses and Joshua was done. God wanted his people in the promised land. Mm-hmm. He assigned it to Moses. Mm-hmm. Moses fumbled the bag. Right. So then Joshua picked it up and got his folks to the promised land. Mm-hmm. So God in goal is what dictates to me how, who we choose to run with the ball. Yeah. Right? But that's no, like, that, that's, that makes more sense. That's like, that makes sense. that's like there would be no hell if you didn't have a choice. Right. That's you I, choose to go to hell. I, oh, that's a big thing. God don't send nobody to hell. You choose to go. I was just thinking about that yesterday. How every day we have to wake up and choose, choose to live to for God. Right. Pick up the cross. Right. Every day. Daily. Man, now, that's, that's heavy. 
Y'all don't send nobody to hell. Everybody bro. be going to heaven if, if, if you didn't That's have a choice. Bro, you know what what <laughs> bro, people choose to go. And it's crazy because people uh, come out and tell you like, nah, I ain't doing that. Right. Nah, I ain't going to church. Nah, I ain't praying. Nah, I ain't, I ain't going to stop drinking. I ain't going to stop having sex. Like, I, they'll mm-hmm. straight up tell you right. like, nah. It's a choice. At least they honest. People, yeah. people be like, um, I'm already in hell. Whoa. People be saying that. Like, because life is so hard for them that they just feel like, what can hell be worse? And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. The fact that you can walk, go to your house and turn the air on, lets you know that you ain't in hell. You ain't but even that's a, that's, that's a, a lack first, of understanding. Yeah, I'm about to say that's a lack that's, of understanding. That's a, that's very, a lack that's of a understanding. But it, that's also scary. It and they scary. really be stuck on that. Like, even if I try to explain, like, listen, let me, let me introduce you to God before you even go any further. And they mm-hmm. like, nah. And they and they and that's like they they feel like that's it because you chose to serve God and you stepped out in your calling. They was put there with that same mindset so you can bring them to God. I agree. I agree. So it all happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. What you about to say? You smacked the lips like you was. <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> what's oh, up? this episode pause pause pause. Um, so Sean <laughs> is telling us to wrap it up. So um. When Can I ask one more question? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Marek, this is going to be to everybody. Number one thing to heal open wounds that you can do. Rick, <laughs> <laughs> number one thing you can do to heal open wounds. Be intimate, be intimate with God. That's Joe, my answer. Ask why. A- ask who why. Ask God why. Ask your family why. You ever heard a song um, by Jonathan Reynolds? You got me wondering why, oh why? Ask why. Questions, questions lead to an an- <laughs> questions lead to an answer. Facts. You know what I mean? That that solves a what a problem. All right, back to my right. Um. Okay, so my answer. Is- <laughs> so a lot of things you can do first. I'm well, trying to think the- of the best one. <laughs> I actually one. like. Joe's answer, the whys. Oh, Find out why. I like that. Yeah, I like that answer too. Because they be like, you can't, you're not supposed to question God. Ooh, I yes, feel like you that's are. I don't think that's true at all. Yes, you are. Yeah, I Noah think was I, like, God, uh, build an ark. Yeah. For what? For how? He wants, for you to, he wants you to ask why so that you learn about what he's done what, for right. you. And yeah. God be and showing how, out. Showing, mm-hmm. don't he? He be showing out. He do. Long story short, God can heal all your open wounds. Everything. Literally. Literally. He's the only one. Literally. doctor. This has been another fantastic episode of Saved and Such. We got our producer, Rashawn Bray, telling us to wrap it up, but he ain't nobody. So this has been another episode. <laughs> You're a child of, of God, brother. Of Saved and Such. We appreciate y'all for just continuing to come back and kick it with us every week. We appreciate all the love, the support, man. We appreciate y'all more than anything. Okay. Anybody got any last words? Follow our socials. There you go. Facts. You can follow us on all streaming platforms at S-A-V-E-D and S-U-C-H. Ray Ray don't know how to close it, so I'm going to continue to close it. We appreciate y'all, man. Love. Peace and chicken grease. <laughs>